Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's there severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. really rich. I'll show you that in a second. And by the way, I'm not even saying that in a brag. That's the kind of mindset, that's the kind of thinking you need for this country. God bless the Donald. Earlier today, live on WSB, the greatest live television event these eyes have seen since 1996, as uh, the Donald announces his... It was must-watch TV. There's so many. I tried to pull clips for it. So good. I was like, let's just replay the whole thing. So good. So So good. good. I should have. I forgot about that. I'm so rich. Maybe you'll do that tomorrow. Maybe I'll take 40 minutes out of the show and just play the whole freaking thing again, because it was that amazing. Uh, The greatest live TV event I've seen since 1996. This is the Mark Aram Show. Low T. Chuck screening the calls. Big Buford in for Longoria on uh, paternity leave on the other side of the takeout window. And uh, I I lost sleep today because I made the mistake. (laughs) The fortunate mistake, though, because I'm glad I saw it. I started watching the uh, Donald Trump presidential announcement, and it was the uh, it was amazing. It was fantastic. I'm not here to talk politics. I don't know his impact on the race. I don't know what his chance. Whatever. It was just amazing. He was all over the map. Slap China. Yeah, but then he's like, I like China. He goes, I like China. I just sold him a ten million dollar condominium. Like, I know. It was was so out of. It was just. Oh yeah. It was just just amazing. So we're talking about the greatest live television events you've ever seen, and great meaning good. So uh, the Challenger exploding, not good. 9-11, not good. Um, but good stuff. We have, we've had some great ones. The uh, 1980 Miracle on Ice, the Berlin Wall coming down, um, the moon landing. Again, I want not being alive when, when man landed on the moon, I want to hear what that was like. In fact, we can hear what it's like, right, Buford? You have, you have, this is the audio, for those of you uh, not old enough to remember the actual landing, this is what it sounded like as folks are watching it on TV. I'm going to step off the limb. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Columbia, Columbia, this is Houston, AOS. Is this just the raw audio, Buf? Yep. See if you can find, pull this down, see if you can find um, like a television broadcast of it, like I don't think it, well, because like, they stopped. Once they, they, everybody just stopped talking. Well, Google Cronkite moon landing, because I want to hear yeah, how he talked up it up. It. Yeah, I want to hear the lead up. We'll play that coming up. Uh, all right, back to the phones, 404-872-0750. Chris is incoming. Chris, thanks for hanging. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, uh, the United States hockey team beating the Russians. 
The, yeah, the Miracle on Ice, 1980. Uh, yeah, and I think everybody else has mentioned, uh, of course, the Apollo Space Mission. And I know you want greatest ones, but I remember a black and white TV when we were glued to the draft. Uh, and we, we sat there and watched the it. NFL draft. Yeah, I could, I could. I listen. I watch it every year. I could imagine that absolutely. Someone, uh, someone tweeted at me. I can't find it now. Um, Tiananmen Square coverage. That was you know not great, but definitely historic. Um, Janet Jackson's Super Bowl uh, malfunction. What about the Balloon Boy? You remember the Balloon Boy? The live TV as they watched this balloon floating. and it, I remember When the no... parents lied about yeah. they were, the kid was <laughs> yep. in the balloon. Yeah. and the, I re- All I remember was when that thing came down and all these trucks and guys are like running towards it and they had those helicopters around and they're like, then they realize there's nobody there's nothing in there. there. Like, yeah. Oh my God, you got to be kidding me. Here, here's a good one um, from Chris on Twitter. When the uh, when milita- U.S. military pulled down the statue of Saddam Hussein, do you remember that? That was a good one. That was a very good yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, we got Russ back in coming. Russ, what happened, buddy? Hey, Mark, I'm sorry. Were you dropping I think a deuce? I the mute button with my big nose. Oh, I got you. Understood. I kept talking, too. It was really good. You should have heard me. <laughs> All right, greatest uh, live TV event you've ever seen? You no, know, a long time ago, like in the 90s, maybe. Um, I'm flipping through the channels. It's just the regular channels, and it's Led Zeppelin live Central Park. Really? Kidding? Yeah, I mean, how rare is that? You know, I thought that was great. Let me tell you the bad part about it. Okay. Paul Schaefer, I don't know how, jumped on the stage, and he's running around, like, dancing on stage with Led Zeppelin playing. You know, that guy wrote, um, Hallelujah, It's Raining, Man. <laughs> you know he wrote that song? I did not. Uh, I've how never been a fan. Within but... 10 miles of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, how did they let him on stage? I don't know. But it was great, though, that concert. Uh, I think uh, John Bond's son was playing drums. Wow. I don't I even remember hearing about that concert. Yeah, I, I didn't even know it was on. I caught it. I was like, wow. I didn't have a VCR or anything, so I couldn't record it. Well, I'll, I'll send you VCR if you want one. We can call him now. We can dig one up. All right, I'm glad you called back, Russ. Thanks, brother. Scott's in Norcross. Scott, welcome to the show. Marcus, how the heck are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. Yeah, well, you guys got my, uh, I guess, the, the, the two biggies that I had were uh, were the Berlin Wall and and then me being half British, first born here in the in the U.S. with uh, Princess Di's wedding. That That's kind of... So you were, watching, you were watching Princess Di's wedding, and that was, that was a big deal for you? It was because yeah. I mean, you know, my my mom, she's uh, you know, she's she's the only British woman you'll ever meet with a southern drawl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, I watched it too. I, I I was I was wondering, like, I understood the importance of it in quotes, I guess, uh, yeah. but I remember my mom being fascinated with that. Like it was. Oh man, it was just incredible because of you know all of the you know every, like all of the the stories that my grandparents would read to me as a kid, you know, it just seemed like it was all kind of coming, you know, coming real. Yeah. You know, Princess Di has American blood or had American blood. Like she has American uh, ancestor. Huh? Yeah. From the, the, and again, I only know this because I've been watching this freaking show on TV called uh, the millionaire princesses. (laughs) And it's about these women that were uh, basically sold to English noblemen. Uh, the turn of the century in the 1900s to to prop up they were they'd marry lords and dukes and the lords and dukes would get like five million dollars from uh, the American dads it was crazy situation anywho Diane's in Sandy Springs Diane welcome to the show hi how are you Mark excellent darling how are you oh I'm good I remember 
for me, the most moving. <clears throat> it wasn't sad. It wasn't a tragedy. It was Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Oh, wow. You saw that live. Oh, yeah. That's pretty and powerful. I cried. It was, he, he was the greatest orator of my time. Yeah. You know. Uh, How old were you when that speech was made? Were you old enough to comprehend what was going on? <laughs> yeah, I was in college. Yeah, that's, that, I've, I mean, obviously I've seen that speech since, but I can imagine watching it live is, I'm trying to think if there's ever a speech I saw live that blew me away. I can't think of one. It's tough. It's tough to, to get to nail a historic speech. JFK's inaugural was one. Martin Luther King's I Had a Dream. I didn't see it live, but maybe in my lifetime, as close as maybe be Reagan's speech at the wall with Gorbachev, tear down the stairs. Tear down that wall. Because they kept trying to take... Yeah. That'd be the only sure. one. Yeah, but no, I mean, is. I don't know if you would have been glued to that at the time. It was only afterwards. People were like, wait, what did he say? Yeah. So I don't know. But at the time, you only had three channels, so it's possible. Right. That's true. That makes a That makes a huge difference, Absolutely the fact right. you only had three channels. Yeah, Absolutely. you're right. Robert's in Atlanta. Robert, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Hey, Robert. Um, what reminded um let me um, catch my thoughts. Um, live um, situation that stuck out in my mind was the miners in South America, I think it was Brazil, they were trapped for a length of time, and when they were bringing them up, um, they were showing... Um, them being rescued um, live. The Chile, they were in Chile. The the Chilean Chile. miners, yeah, that was riveting. Yeah. And um, one, I believe, one of the miners had the wife with his picture, and unknown to her, uh, his um, uh, fiance um, also had his picture, and so it's interesting. Uh, that was someone that was there a love know, triangle there. Yes, I did. I don't. I don't remember the love triangle. I do remember the Chilean uh, miners being trapped. That was that was pretty amazing television. Dante's in Atlanta. Dante, welcome to the show. Yo, yo, yo! What up, Mikey Mark? What up, brother? Nothing much, brother. So listening to all your calls before, I just feel like a, a young whippersnapper, man. You gotta get some <laughs> younger callers. Well, let's brother. go. Bring it. What, what's the best live yeah, TV so, event you've seen? So I definitely was gonna say the Janet Jackson bracelet. That was definitely number one. But you know, you kept saying other people were saying it, so I'm gonna go in the list. You know, going up. So first, I remember sitting on my mom's floor, and all I'm hearing is "Braves win, Braves win, Braves win." So that was one for me. Okay. Um, the, the second one that was pretty awesome or whatnot was, oh, I did not have sexual relations. Oh, maybe. Great call, Dante. Yeah, the freaking Bill Clinton. That was awesome. And then for him to have to come back and explain it, then it was like, oh, he's really the man now. Because, like, he said he did. He denied, denied, denied thing. But he's like, oh, screw it. I did it. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, that was. And what. And it wasn't live though. I was trying to think the uh, the the whole Monica Lewinsky that that wasn't a live interview that was taped because again it it's different when you're watching something live. Carrie Strug in the Olympics. Someone tweeted at me that was a good one. Remember she had busted up her knee or ankle or whatever. Yeah, and I remember then, that when yeah. And she nailed whatever the pommel, pommel horse. horse. I think it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, there's a big difference when you're watching live. Like Trump was a perfect example today. 
I'm going to play some more Trump here, Buford. Um, <laughs> you never knew what was coming out of his mouth next. He even talked about ISIS. Islamic terrorism is eating up large portions of the Middle East. What else did Trump say today in the most amazing thing ever? The U.S. has become a dumping ground for everybody else's problems. The problem is, and, and credit to the news team, they pulled out logical cuts. They didn't pull out. So I would call the guy at Ford and say, listen. And he goes, and he'd be like, I know the guy that runs Ford. Like <laughs> every little thing he would say, he, he would like pat himself on the back. Like, oh, that was a speech all about himself. Oh, it was amazing. He, he, he might as so well, you know good. those guys that'll name drop? Yeah. That was oh, that classic. Was, except he's name dropping himself, essentially, yeah. for the most part. But anything. He's like, I know the best negotiators in the world. Like, it, was, it was so <laughs> it was good. It was so good. God bless that man. Uh, Billy's in Atlanta. Billy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How in the world are you? What's going on, sir? Well, this is going I know I get some laughs out of you. My wife is not a baseball fan, and I've got to get up about 3 o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden the bed is bouncing up and down. I'm almost rolling off from the floor. The wife is screaming. I saw the burgers in the house, and it was when Sid Green was sliding into home plate in the World Series. When Sid slid, which actually was the National League. It wasn't the World Series. That was It was the Pirates in the Championship Series. Yeah. And yeah, if you're a Braves fan, that might even be a better live event than when they actually won the World Series in 95. If you ask a Braves fan, their favorite memory ever, when Sid spl- slid. Not when they actually won the World Series. I'll never forget it. We were watching that game. My mom was freaking out, jumping around. Like, I mean, our whole household, there was probably eight people there. It just erupted. That, I, absolutely. That's the only part sure. I remember. I don't remember him winning the World Series. I remember that play. There's got to be a listener, too, that saw Hank Aaron's game-winning home run hit live. I'd like to hear from them as well. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is... The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Got a great one from Britt on Twitter. That guy, that banana walking across the Grand Canyon on the uh, tightrope. Or he did it. He did the same thing on uh, over Niagara Falls. What's that guy's name, Chuck? You kind of look like him. The Walangas? Malingas? The tight walking roper guy? Interesting live television. All right, back to the phones. Talking to myself here. It's the Flying Walendas. Flying Walendas, that's it. Alan's in Atlanta. Alan, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi there. The best, I had two of them. The best thing I remember was in the sixth grade is when the when the spaceship landed on the moon. Mm-hmm. And Neil Armstrong got out and Walter Cronkite's in there. We didn't have enough TVs for all the classrooms, so you had like three groups of uh, three classes of one thing. When he sat on that, everybody just screamed and yelled, and hey, we finally made it to the moon. That still sticks in my mind. And the worst thing is 9-11. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I walked into the bar getting my, my lunch and everything, and I said, why is everybody standing around the TV? The Trade Center. And by that time is when one of the buildings collapsed. Yeah, that was at a bar? Yeah, well, he, they served lunch there. All right, I was going to so, say, that's know. a little early. That was at 9 in the morning. <laughs> You're walking into a bar at 9 in the morning. What's everyone watching? Where's my beer? Yeah, that was that, that was happens unbelievable. sometimes, you know. Yeah, understood. Travis in Lawrenceville. Travis, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How about that big uh, shootout out in Cali with the two guys in body armor with machine guns, basically like the movie Heat? Which one? When, when was that? Oh, back in the 90s. Two. I don't remember that. Google that, Chuck. Shootout in, in L.A.? 
you seriously don't remember that? No, where was it? Bank robbers that were all hopped up on meth? No. That was crazy. Oh. That was point break. No. I mean, yeah, it was kind of point break, but. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. Really? Yeah. That, that, wow, I can't believe that. Find me the story on that. Kathy's in Johns Creek. Kathy, welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. How are you? What's up, buddy? I have three. Fire away. Um, Of course, obvious is uh, JFK assassination. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, John Lennon's assassination. Forgot about that. And the rescue of baby Jessica in the well. Baby Jessica. Now that's a, yeah. the other. I don't qualify the other two because you didn't see JFK shot live on TV. You saw the coverage of it. But baby Jessica, that was covered live. So it's you have to see a live event to qualify for this. Speaking of Cronkite, Buford's found Cronkite leading up to the moon landing. We'll play that after news, weather, and traffic. And all of your calls, 404-872-0750, outside Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show melts in your mouth, not in your hands. I come from I am officially running for President of the United States. And we are going to make our country great again. Audio gold, courtesy of Mr. Donald Trump, the Donald, announcing his uh, intention to run for President of the United States, the greatest live television event I've seen in 19 years. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. It's 11.36, 24 in front of midnight. We're discussing the greatest live television event you've ever seen in your life. And I want to talk more about the uh, moon landing. And Buford's got audio of the moon landing that um, we'll we'll play. It's Walter Cronkite talking up to the moon landing. But I need to remind you first, though, about this very cool event on June 25th. It's the uh, birthday celebration for uh, Eric and Clark. Eric's turning 40. Clark's uh, turning 60. And I'll be broadcasting live uh, from the Eagle Rock Brewery in Norcross. Tickets are $50, and it all goes to charity. Yeah, tax deductible all goes to Operation One Voice. Absolutely, Operation One Voice. Um, go to WSBRadio.com to buy tickets. Chuck will be there. Buford's coming. Uh, Buford's going to do a keg stand. Oh, sweet. And uh, Pretty much everybody from WSB is going to be there. Chuck's going to do a body shot off of Erickson. Oh, what? Can I do it off of Buford? I'd rather do it off of Buford. I'll do it off of Buford. But it's going to be a fun time, so definitely come out and see us. Uh, really, I want I want a strong showing of the Mark Aram Show listeners out there. WSBRadio.com for tickets. All right, uh, before we get back to the calls on the greatest live event, uh, let's hear that uh, audio. This is Walter Cronkite. This is what folks were, were seeing and listening to live uh, when Neil Armstrong was about to land on the moon. This is Walter Cronkite on CBS. Back right. Okay, engine stop. APA at a descent. Hose control, both auto descent, engine command override off. Engine arm off. We're home. <laughs> 413 is in. Man on the moon. We copy you down, Eagle. Houston, uh... Oh, jeez. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. 
Roger, twink. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Ooh. Oh, boy. Thank you. You're well. looking good here. Mm. Can you imagine what, that, I mean, it's it's the, out of my realm of comprehension what folks uh, were thinking when that was going on. Because you didn't know what was going to happen. That that I'm going to go ahead and say the greatest live TV event in, in human history. Has to be. Was the moon landing. Oh, most definitely. Because, you, you, I mean, you literally didn't know what was going to happen. I remember my great-grandparents having conversations and being relayed to me later that, A, they didn't couldn't believe it. Like, I, I remember my great-grandma said, she goes, when I was little... The only way to get around was a horse and buggy. Yeah. Like, nobody had cars. Like, cars was, like, such so a... So, in her like, lifetime... In her she, lifetime, she went from horse and buggy to... To man on the moon. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, oh, wow. and just, just, like, not even being able to really process it at the time, and almost not believing it for a while. Sure. Just, it was so hard to, to, to imagine. It was, it was... I mean, as far as technological leaps... That, that the fact that we did that in '69 is insane, it's absolutely amazing. insane. I would love to hear from someone that was watching it live and what was going through your mind. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Paul's in Dallas. Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, sir? Oh, uh, just sitting here. Uh, I was there in '69. I was at a wedding reception and watching that at the bar. <laughs> so that what time of day did it happen? Was it at night when this? I, I thought it was in the afternoon. Afternoon. Late afternoon. I don't know. But I wanted to bring up, you remember the old mill fire in Cabbage Town? Oh, yeah. So when Mark Mosley uh, rescued uh, Ivers off the tower of the crane? Absolutely. Now, what, what I, that was that was spectacular live television. Chuck, you weren't here yet. Buford, you were still in short pants. But um, there was this huge fire. Help me out here, Paul. And the, the Mosley was on a crane, right? Uh, Ivers was, and mostly was the firefighter. Oh, that's right. He, he was strung off from the helicopter, and they put him on the back of the crane, and he had a harness for the guy, and they lifted him off and dropped him over in the park. That was, uh, that was, was that 97-ish, 98 maybe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that locally, that was amazing live television. That, that guy was a bona fide hero after that. Uh, Kelly's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Kelly. Oh, hello. Hey. Hi, I didn't speak right. I didn't mean to do that. That's okay. What's um, going on? I'm calling. I remember um, the moon landing. I was five. <laughs> but I remember uh, Mom putting us in front of the TV and gave us tuna fish sandwiches and said, you better remember this because this is a big historical event. And you, at five years old, what was going through your mind? Did you understand the... the I. I didn't really understand. I mean, I did somewhat, you know, the moon and that kind of thing, but I didn't understand how monumental it was, mm -hmm. you know. But I do remember all the hype about the moon afterwards, like all the toys, every cereal box, everything they sold had something to do with moon something, you know, something to do with space or, or the moon. So um, it was a big deal. I do remember that. Now, it but, says uh, that he was. they landed at 2018 UTC which is coordinated universal time. But I don't know what the hell time that would be in... Uh... Yeah, it, and it, you know, and it may be that I remember seeing him take the first step mm -hmm. or... That was, it was six hours, by the way. So they landed, and then it was six hours yeah. later before he actually got out. I guess they right. had to get their stuff so together. I, I mean, it, it may be that, because I know it was, it, it was in the afternoon, because we were eating sandwiches. So, so I, I would imagine, and again, you were just five eating sandwiches. You don't remember this, but... So I would imagine, like, the networks were, obviously, they covered 
up to the landing. So they're watching the thing land mm-hmm. or listening to the thing land. They can't really see it. Right. And then I would imagine they they did continuous coverage between the landing and the first step, which was six hours later. So was the broadcast six hours long? And then, you know, you got to stay with it after he actually steps on the moon. Right. And so I, that I'm not sure about, but I do remember that um, she had us down, put a blanket because we had, our TV was one of those console TVs, mm-hmm. so we would sit on the floor to watch it. And so she had us lined up in front of the TV and um, making sure that we saw it. And I, I'm pretty sure two of my neighbors, my neighbors, Kathy and Christy, were there with us. That's awesome. But, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad so, you can remember. Now, it's nothing even close to this, but I remember when I was a youngster, Haley's Comet, you guys have heard of Haley's Comet? Oh, yeah. It was passing over. I don't know, maybe 1979. I don't know. You can Google it. Whatever the hell the Haley's Comet last came. And I remember my mom waking me up. Hey, you got to come outside and see Haley's Comet. It was like 2 in the morning. At least I remember it being at like 2 in the morning. And I, I wake up. She takes me outside. I look up. I'm like, all right, great. I don't even remember seeing anything. Went back to bed. Like, that's something that only happens like 80-something years. And my mom was a good enough mom to wake me up. Hey, you got to come see. And I didn't even care. I was so tired. I was like, all right, great. I'm going back to bed. My mom tried. I just, uh, yeah. Well, My dad used to get me up for like uh, big meteor showers and stuff. Really? Bring me out. No, yeah, no. She, he, he, he just got those. you up to take a shower. Like Buford, it's been four <laughs> weeks. You got to take a shower. <laughs> Barry's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Barry. Hello. What's up, buddy? Uh, I got one. I'm not sure why it was on all the networks, but do you remember the O.J. Simpson uh, the, chase the, on the, the interstate. Yeah, the slow speed chase on the 405 yeah, in L.A. Like dozens, dozens of police, helicopters, media. It was crazy. The craziest part was everyone lining the interstates and the overpasses, watching it and cheering on. Them. You remember that? Like that was yeah, the craziest yeah, part. Yeah. Was that it was it 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 was just an unbelievable scene and it, i i i don't know if it qual i guess it will qualify as a great live tv because nothing bad happened at the end of it i mean all the bad stuff happened before when he killed those two people um but yeah i'm but as again as a Knicks fan i'm watching the nba finals and the nba finals are on right now there's not much that would take away where abc would be like all right we're dumping out of the nba finals to go cover this i was so as a Knicks fan i was like what are they doing it's OJ. He did it. He's guilty. Come on. Put the game back on. I was so mad. Anne and Winder. Anne, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, yes, hello. Hello, um, Anne. I was 11 years old when uh, I saw Lee Harvey Oswald killed. So you saw that live one when uh, Jack Ruby shoots Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes, I did see it live. But, uh, you know, I was 11, and it was real hard to process what was going on because the picture that was just kind of indelible in everybody's mind was, I, I think it was a, a, a Texas policeman in, in the white hat mm-hmm. who was beside him. And what froze in our minds was the look and the crumble, you know, when, when he fell over. And, and I was confused for a long time thinking that the man in the white hat had been Jack Ruby. Oh, I got I mean, you. You know, it's just because that's, that's the picture that we saw and that you know the one that just kept coming up and so i i don't even remember really identifying uh jack ruby at you know out of the original picture but you know later looking back on it buford i'm gonna ask you real quick to find 
the television coverage of Jack Ruby uh, shooting Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald because I would love to. I've seen it in a documentary, but I would love to share that with the listeners. Because and I'm assuming your jaw just dropped when you were watching that. Well, yeah, I did. Except for the fact that I was 11, and there was so much chaos that was going on on television, and you know, with our teachers at school and everything. That now were that, people. When it happened, were people, like, happy that, that Kennedy's killer was killed, or were they, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I would imagine that the, the country was so bummed that the president had been shot that maybe they would have been uh, happy that the killer was, was killed before trial. Yeah, I... The way that I remember it, adults would be saying, "Well, you know, good, you know, good for them, save the trial, and uh-huh. you know, all that." And so I don't remember that it was. People were just in such remorse about the president that I don't think that there was a lot of emotion that was that seemed to be attached to. I think that there was some relief in his death. Sure, sure. And I know that there was just absolutely. I mean, uh, his funeral. Uh, you know, the coverage for uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's funeral was just beyond sad because I, there were a lot of people who were very sad for his wife, Maureen. Yes. And I remember the front page of the newspaper on the day of his funeral was just... Uh, uh, and his mom, too. His mom was, you know, pretty oh, visible through all that. Yeah, okay, I didn't remember that, but I, I know that probably the only, you know, like it was just uh, his wife and I, I guess his mom, I didn't remember that. And... and uh, another bystander or two at, at the funeral. And I mean, people did have enough compassion to realize that this woman was, you know, obviously, you know what, and, and hang on. I'm going to Buford has the, uh, the live television event of, uh, the shooting of Jack Ruby shooting Lee Harvey Oswald. We'll listen to that. We'll go to break. We'll come back and finish up your calls. This was live broadcast live. Jack Ruby shooting Lee Harvey Oswald. Let me have it. I want it. Being let out by uh, Captain Fritz. There is a person. There is Lee. He's been shot. He's been shot. Lee Oswald has been shot. There's a man with a gun. Absolute panic. Absolute panic here in the basement of Dallas Police Headquarters. Detectives have their guns drawn. There is no question about it. Oswald has been shot at point-blank range, fired into his stomach. He is shot. He is shot. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right. To paraphrase my buddy Herman Cain, we got to do this rapid fire. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Curtis and Alpharetta. Curtis, greatest live television event you've ever seen. All right. Quickly, everybody. It was two of them. This recently was the uh, kick six that Auburn returned that 106 yards. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Being an Auburn guy, that, that uh, will live with me forever. Secondly, uh, I was I was a kid. I was alive when uh, watching it live when uh, Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record. So you saw that? I saw it. I think that was nineteen seventy three. Seventy four. Seventy four. Yeah. I was Eleven years old. It was early in the season. April. Uh, yeah. 
I think it was his second at bat. And they, it was heard uh, live right here. I mean, WSB had the had the Braves then. It was heard live. Sorry, Curtis, I got to run, buddy. Chuck, give me a name on line five, my friend. Uh, Russell. Russell's on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Russell. Hey, man. This one, I've got several for you. Give me two of the best ones, because we got to roll. Oh, man. Evil Knievel at Caesar's Palace. Evil Knievel at Snake River Canyon. But I can set you up a big one on the uh, on the lunar landing. Okay. The, a couple months before the lunar landing, the audiovisual people at the school, i.e. the librarian, was going around to each classroom making sure that the roll-in TV and the cable port worked. And they kept rushing us into the classroom that day. It, it wasn't in the afternoon. It was around lunchtime in fifth grade, man, and it was amazing. I mean, you know, I think I even welled up a little bit during the landing because, I mean, I understood in the fifth grade what a... What sure. A feeling Absolutely. I, thanks, Russell. I got to run. Ron, real quick, best live event you've ever seen. All right. Don's up in Atlanta. Don, best live hey, television man. event. Uh, best live event was 1976 with the parade of ships down the Hudson River. Oh, nice. I, I remember that. Uh, Ann's in Winder, real quick, and greatest live event. We lost Ann right at the end of the show. All right, I do have a pair of tickets to give away uh, to see David Gray and Amos Lee in concert June 24th at Verizon Wireless Amphitheater, produced by ASO Presents. First caller to 404-741-0750 will win the tickets. Again, a pair of tickets to see the amazing David Gray and Amos Lee in concert June 24th at Verizon Wireless Amphitheater, produced by ASO Presents. All right, time for Star of the Show, Buford. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? I made him sweat today. I made him dig deep into the audio vaults, moon landings, Jack Ruby, Donald Trump. He did it all. He did it with grace and style and class and panache. He is Buford. He is your star of the show. Congratulations, Buford. Thank you. You back tomorrow? That's Buford's second nomination. Really? Second win? Yeah. Should be three. Let's be real. But you're not in. I should give it to Rachel for coming in 90 minutes early for a shift (laughs) and standing behind you the whole time, but uh, maybe next time. All right, uh, tomorrow on the show, Lonely Tailgater with Blessed or Not Blessed, um, other assorted goodies. I don't know what we're going to talk about. To be honest, I really don't know what we're going to talk about until 15 minutes before we go on the air. We will continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram, on Facebook, Mark Aram WSB, on Instagram, Mark Aram. Do we get any calls for the tickets? No one? Oh, you got it? Yeah, we're good. All right. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Have a blessed night. Everybody's gone in the cotton and the corn. Didn't leave nobody but the baby. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.